Karen Taylor Good. Yeah, I don't always get what I want. I get what I need. The Rolling Stones also had a song about that. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. Back when I had a 75 voice choir, we did that in church one Sunday. So today we're talking about acceptance, which is a very difficult, it's an extremely important spiritual skill. Almost all other spiritual skills are going to depend upon developing this one. And it is a very difficult thing to define. It is defined in different ways in our society. It's defined in different ways in the connotations in our minds and the way it's been presented to us before. It's defined in different ways according to which dictionary you look it up in and according to what the context of it is. So I wanna just talk about the meaning, the definition by Webster of acceptance, one of them. I mean, part of it's just accept, like saying yes to a gift taking it into your hands, but agree with, believe in, give credence to an idea, opinion, or explanation. And it was interesting to me that Webster used this as its example, acceptance of the teaching of the church. I accept it. It is reality. A little scary. Second defini definition is um, tolerate or be resigned to. And I think that's what a lot of us think. I'm not gonna accept that. I'm not gonna tolerate that. That's unacceptable. In psychology, the definition of acceptance is very differ different in human psychology. So, it means a person's assent to the reality of a situation. I'm getting on the same plane with what's actually happening instead of living up here with what I wish would happen or what I think is happening. It's basically, um, it's recognizing a process or a condition as factual without the attempt to change, protest, or deny. Hmm. Here's a definition that I really like that I've sort of worked up. It is the receipt of information. I receive this information. The recognition that it is a reality, and then my acknowledgement. Yes, I get that it's a reality. I recognize it, and I'm gonna say yes. And then, then tolerance, I'm gonna allow it to be true. Right? Not, I think it's great. I'm gonna allow it to be true. I'm going to open my mind out of what I want into what's actually happening, and then credence. Okay, I said this is what's happening, this is what's happening, I give it credence. So why, why do we accept things, why would we? Well, I wanna talk a minute about <laughs> the cost of not accepting things. First of all, I wanted you to know that acceptance isn't approval, it's not condoning. It doesn't mean this is reality and it's great, I love it, I'm fine with it, right? So in accepting, um, using the, def the Webster example, accepting the teaching of the church, you can accept it on the level of that is the reality of what the church is teaching. Doesn't mean you agree with it. But you realize, oh, that's actually the message. Do you know how many people are in churches today who don't actually sit down and think about what is the message here? What's the underlying message? Otherwise, they'd be running in droves. 
What is the message here? What is the message? So, yeah, we can accept that this is the teaching, but that doesn't mean we accept it into our hearts as the truth. We're accepting the reality of what's being taught, but we're not accepting it as a reality for our lives. Does that make sense? So that's why it's kind of a dicey process. It doesn't mean I think it's okay. But it also doesn't mean that I have to come in guns blazing and, you know, wrangling swords and, and, and killing it. So it's not approval or condoning. It's not acquiescence, resignation, or defeat. That's the way it is. I guess I just better get okay with that, and then it's all over. It's done. I'm done. Put a fork in me. It's all over. It is recognizing that it is what it is so that we can work from reality when we decide to take action. Action might be changing our thinking. Action might be doing a different thing in the world. But if we don't acknowledge reality, it's just like that. I've used this example before, and I love it. It makes so much sense to me. You know that big information thing in the mall that says, you are here? And if you want to get to Dillard's, you have to, go, you have to go straight, and then you have to turn right, and then you have to turn left and go around this thing, and another left, and another left, and then right, and then you're at Dillard's, right? What if, easy, easy peasy, what if it said you are here, but you were really over here? If you followed those, go straight, turn right, turn right again, turn right, left, turn right, you would end up way far away from Dillard's, Right? You must start where you are. Pema Chodron has a book called Start Where You Are. You must start where you are. And in order to start where you are, you have to know where you are. You have to get jiggy-wit reality. <laughs> this is what's happening. This is what's happening. And acceptance, true acceptance, um, is not about regret, right? Like the poem said. When you accept things the way they are, it, you can come to a place where you don't have to regret anything in your past. Anybody like to get to a place where you didn't have to regret anything in your past? Yeah, yeah. Any wrong decision? Any wrong decision led you where you are today. And as long as you can get with the reality of where you are today, all the possibilities exist. But they don't exist if you don't know where you are. Acceptance versus reacting. When we accept things, we don't immediately go, nah, -uh, and start, right? If we don't even know what it is that we're being, that, you know, the, if we are so quick to react to a reality or a truth or something that's going on, that we don't even take in what it is that's going on, then any reaction we have is likely to not be very effective and could be very harmful. You ever done that? Have you ever sort of assumed that somebody came at you and they were telling you something and you assumed you knew what it was they were gonna start, they were saying to you, and then you jump in, and then only later you go, oh, that wasn't what they were saying. <laughs> yeah, friendships break up over that over that. So we got to take a moment to let it in. Acceptance versus projecting or assuming. Yeah, we can go railing against our neighbor. How dare they? That's not true acceptance. 
Condemnation is not acceptance either. Ex completely saying it's okay, condoning it is not, ex is not what acceptance mean means, but condemnation is not what acceptance means either. When you are in true acceptance, you can come to a situation with compassion. Because when you're in reality, when you're accepting actual reality, you understand that nobody in this situation is perfect or has all the information, including me, right? And so when we're in true acceptance, we activate our compassion, but not when we're just in reaction. It doesn't happen then. Acceptance versus <laughs> expectation. Ooh expectation. I am so mad because that's not what I thought was going to happen. I'm going to tell on myself. <clears throat> Last week, I was listening to David Finfrock giving the weather, and he said, yes, 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 it's still in the high 90s. We may cross 100, and oh, it looks like October won't start out any differently. I screamed really loud, <laughs> and then I put my head down in my lap and cried. Have you noticed the weather changing? No, <laughs> this is the reality. The weather is the reality. My expectation is what's causing me pain. The weather causes me some pain, but my expectation, my desire for, constant desire for it to be different causes a lot of pain in me because I don't want to accept that reality. I want a different reality. And I live in Texas. What kind of reality do I think I'm going to get? The Dalai Lama said something really, really wise. I love this. He said, why be unhappy about something if it can't be remedied? If there's nothing you can do about it, why let it take your happiness away? And what is the use of being unhappy if it cannot be remedied? <laughs> if it can be remedied, if something can be done about it, why be unhappy? There's something that can be done. If it, there's nothing to do about it, why be unhappy? There's nothing you can do about it. It's both, right? I love that. Why be unhappy about something if it can be remedied? And what is the use of being unhappy if it cannot be remedied? Makes a lot of sense. Easy for him to say. <laughs> the opposite, to me, the opposite of acceptance, there are a couple of op uh, opposites, it, resistance, right? We resist. That was me watching the weather <laughs> in resistance, causing my own pain. Yeah, there's a certain amount of pain that goes that comes when I go out walking and it's, you know, 99 degrees and I feel extremely uncomfortable. But the, my crying, my drama, my whole little drama around the weather, that was me. That was my resistance coming into play. And I, if I chose to, I could let it ruin my whole evening, my whole week, my whole month. Or I can go, okay, you've had your fit. This is the reality. Don't get your sweaters out yet. <laughs> keep, wear, keep wearing your shorts and get up earlier in the morning if you want to go walking. So um, I think of resistance as, let's say, in the song it talked about going with the flow. If you think of God as a river, and you think of resistance as trying to, as you're on the river, trying to grab every little rock and tree root on the way and having to get ripped off of it. Oh, there's one. Okay, this is it. Whoa, no, I can't have that one anymore. Okay, this is it. This is it. 
getting pummeled constantly by what's passing because we're trying to hold on to one moment of something or a certain way that we want it to be when the truth is if we let go and get in the center of the stream, the ride is much safer, right? So that's how I think of resistance. I am getting myself pummeled by resisting. The other very important opposite, and I have so much experience with this, um, is denial. And I'm talking about the psychological denial, not the spiritual denial. So denial means, um, nope, not happening. Nope, I don't accept it. That's not the way it is. I, for many, many years of my life, was in denial that all of, <laughs> that so many of the people around me were drunk most of the time and that their actions were more about their addiction than they were about me. And more than that, the worst part of the denial was, I believed that I could do something about this. <laughs> me personally, Melinda, I could just fix everybody. And if I hadn't fixed them yet, I just hadn't explained it well enough yet, and I hadn't tried hard enough. So I would just try harder and harder and harder. That kind of denial can destroy your life because you go to a brick wall and you beat your head against it over and over and over because you've decided that it's a door and not a brick wall. Acceptance means that is a wall made of brick doesn't mean it's okay with me, but from knowing that the wall is made of brick, then I get to make an intelligent decision. Do I want to beat my head against it, or do I want to look for doors and windows? Or do I want to walk further down the hallway and find a different place to be? Do I want to stand in front of the brick wall and just decide, you know what, I love bricks. I can't change bricks, but I love bricks. All of those possibilities are open to me, but when I believe that that brick wall is actually a door, then I will kill myself. Literally, psychologically, physically, I can kill myself there. That is the kind of denial that I'm talking about. And the same kind of denial from the other side. This isn't an addiction. I'm not have, I, can have, I can have one donut. It's not a problem. Not a problem. Just one, that's all I'm gonna have. Those of you who saw me go back for seconds on the donuts this morning already know how well that works. I'll just have one. You know, addiction is insidious. And until we say, call it what it is, until we call it what it is, we don't have any choices because we're not starting from the same, we're not starting from the right place. We don't know where we are until we know what it is. Oh, I get it. And this is why in 12-step meetings, at the, and a lot of people really struggle against this, but this is why before you speak, you say your name and you say what your ism is. It's because if you don't understand your reality, then you can't make, you're not in the right place to start following directions to get where you wanna go. So it's just about being in reality. It's not about judgment to say, I'm Melinda and I'm an alcoholic doesn't mean I'm Melinda and I'm a bad person and there are terrible things about me. And it just means I'm Melinda and yeah, this, is my, this happens to be my disease, right? We put the judgment on it. 
we put the judgment. So when we let go of the judgment, that's the thing about acceptance. You can accept it without judging it. <gasps> Imagine that. And that's when our compassion comes in. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just a fact. And having the fact allows us to know what the next step is. But until we have the fact, we will take the wrong steps every time. And every once in a while, we will cross sideways over the right path. And for that second, we'll go, oh, we got it. <laughs> and it will fortify us to keep beating our heads against the brick wall. I know I'm carrying this analogy really, really far, but I've been there. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I must, it must have been me. I must have controlled that because it felt good there for a minute. Let me see if I can go back and do that some more. And it still doesn't work. And it still doesn't work. So resistance, denial, when our actions are predicated on what is not or what is not possible or what is not my business, then my actions at best are not fruitful and often are actually harmful to myself and to others. For instance, when we deny that there is institutionalized racism, misogyny, then those things get to flourish. If we call it what it is, then we can start making some changes. Then we can start following different directions. But what our country is trying to do is say, it's not true because it's an unpleasant truth and because we put a lot of judgment on that truth. What if we just said, yeah, this is where we are. This is what's been done. We didn't do it ourselves for the most part, but we've been cooperating with it ever since then. But here we go. Here's what it is. Where do we go from here? There is where all the change is possible. There's where you can get to Dillard's. But if you continuously say it's not true, it's not real, it's not happening, then no amount of action on your part is going to get you to the goal. So we can see there are dire consequences to not being in acceptance of reality. Now, spiritual denial is different. It's a tool that says not that this isn't happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, which is what I did for many, many, many years, and I'm sure I still do occasionally. Spiritual denial means I see that happening and I deny that it has power over me. Because the Spirit of God is moving through me now, and I am making choices based upon that reality, and I am denying that it has power to control my life. I can make different decisions. That's what spiritual denial is. Completely different from psychological denial. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Spiritual denial is, it's happening, and I will not give in to it. It doesn't have power over me. I will make a different choice. Get that? So acceptance. Here is my favorite de definition. Mentally, spiritually, and psychologically. Put all of those together. It is coming to a ground of reality from which we can decide where or how or if to proceed. Right? Reality, a ground of reality. Then we decide where to go how to go, if we even want to go, if we want to take action or not. And then guess who has the power? We can harness that power of God energy that's in every single one of us. 
when we have that ground of reality. And when we don't, we can still harness, harness a lot of power, but we're going to never get to Dillard's. This is not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Thank you. I want to share, before we go, one little last, just as a little story while Justin gets ready to sing a song, which is what's happening next. Beautiful song about acceptance and not regretting. But first, chapter one. I'm walking down a path, and a dog comes from a yard that I'm passing and bites me. I didn't know the dog was there. It's not my fault. Chapter two. I walk down that path and pretend there's no dog there, and I get bit. Chapter three. I walk down the path. I saw the dog, but by now it's a habit. <laughs> Just let him bite me, whatever. I've recovered all the other times, so I'll just go through it this time. Chapter four, I walk down the path because I love this path, right? Why am I continuing to walk down this path? Because I decided this path is my, I like this path. It has the best trees on it. I saw a dog coming toward me and I ran from the dog. These are all possibilities and choices. Chapter five, I walk down a different path. Right? Chapter five, when we are not in denial, then we can make wise choices. Justin? And then we'll go into a meditation. Oops. Looking back on the memory of the dance we share make the stars above for a moment all the world wasn't right how could i have known that you'd ever say goodbye and now i'm glad i didn't know the way it all would end, the way it all would go. Our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the Uh, uh, uh. 
the pain but I'd have had to miss the Thank you, Justin. Beautiful. So every step we've taken has gotten us right where we are now. So let's have a short meditation being right where we are right now and nowhere else. Start where you are. In this chair, in this pew. And just breathe. Your reality might be that this pew isn't very comfortable. I don't know. But let's welcome in some other realities. You are in a place where it is safe. It is safe to not know. And that's huge. As our culture would tell us that we need to know in order to be worthy. You're safe to not know. You're in a place where it's safe to be exactly who you are. don't have to bring any pretenses in here. You can if you want to. No one's going to strip you of them. But you can just come here and be. And this place is simply representative of your life. If you're living anyone else's life, then you will not reach your destination. And so as we sit in this moment of self-acceptance, and all that means, just bring it in. This is who I am. Yes, I am a perfect child of a loving Father, Mother, God. And I am an imperfect human being who has made lots of mistakes and is getting ready to make some more. And that's just as it should be. Pretending it's not so will not get us to the next step that we want to take. And so we say, yep, I did that. And it's okay, because I can start from here to either do it again and learn it more deeply that it didn't work, or to do something different. And there's no judgment either way. So this is the acceptance I hope you invite into your life, that you don't have to screen reality 
because of the judgments that we put on it that make reality too painful. It is only the judgments. And when we take away that filter of judgment, we're left with what is. This is who I am. This is what's happening. I might not like it. But now when I take a step, I know what direction I'm going in. And if while you're sitting here, regrets of the past come up, I invite you to look at that thought, that regret, and say, thank you. Thank you for bringing me to the awareness of this moment. Couldn't have done it without you. And you can say thank you to your former self for having brought you through that to get you to right here. And if a thought comes that you don't like right here, you don't like how it feels, you don't like where you are, that's okay too. You get to feel however you want about it. But if you're judging it through the eyes of another person or a culture or a religion or someone else's idea of God, I invite you to let that go and say, this is the fact. The fact doesn't have to mean anything, good or bad. It's the fact. Now, what is my choice from here? And in this place, we believe that love is the power that is the energy behind everything. And so we can consciously make that choice for love. And at every moment of the day, we're faced with the opportunity to look at things the way they are. and decide where we want to go from there. If you would like it to be something different, then there are steps to take. And you may not change the world, but when you take that step, you change yourself, and that is changing the world. So I thank you. I thank you for the steps you are taking toward love. I thank you for your willingness to sit with a reality that might be uncomfortable so that you can make choices toward love. Because when you do that, you grow my soul.
because we are one. And this is how it happens. Not from something outside waving a wand or forcing, but from these gentle moments inside. This is where I am. Where do I want to go? And from that place, we are truly blessed always because love is the power within us. It is the answer to our questions. It is the direction we want to go, and it is also the destination. And for that, we are so grateful. And so it is. <laughs>